Land is always going to be a thorny issue um, in this country, uh, chiefly because, you know, like for me, when I think about l- buying land, I, I'm always like, should I expect a con? Like, is this going to be legit? Or is this the kind of thing that I'm going to be thinking in a couple of months or years or, I don't know, 50 years down the line? Like, I, I got conned into buying air as opposed to land. Um, and I want to imagine that everybody at some point in their life would be able to own a piece of dirt on this earth, not just, you know, the six by four that you get buried in, but, you know, somewhere that maybe you can live, um, put up a house, have your family there, or even if you rent for the long term, because not, not everyone is going to own a house and not everyone will be able to rent forever. So depending on what you find works better for you, at least that you have some sort of abode uh, for the larger period of the time that you're on this earth and you are sort of securing it. Um, But I bring this up because um, my mom, my mom's been deceased for um, 20 years now. But, you know, she was kind of lady. She, She was a banker by profession. So she was always like, buying up land and looking for opportunities to invest and things like that so actually over the course of her career she um you know made made her investments and most of this were in the form of land and she'd be buying up here and then everywhere but what she was doing at the time as a mother of six children and as a married woman was that she would almost always put the properties not just under her name but her husband's name uh, because we've been naturalized, I guess, um, from the time we're really young. Maybe it's not the same for the generation right now, but back in the days that, you know, um, you you got married and you stayed with your husband and you made investments with him because you knew you were going to die with him. But of course, the reality is vastly different. There's a lot more divorce going down. There's a lot more murder going down. Because people nowadays do not seem to value life over property. And maybe it's for valid reasons. If you think about it, if you're thinking, I would like to own a house or a piece of land. And the only thing standing between me and having that dream actualized is somebody. You have no worries, really, um, having them cut off. Because they are standing in the way of not just your dreams, but the dreams that will make your family's lives maybe better. And I I actually have a very uh, good example because we, um, we, like I've mentioned before that we uh, grew up in a two-story home that was uh, somewhere in the area of uh, golf course. And when we moved out, we moved into, you know, when, when, when parents buy land and they put up a house and, you know, it's not in an estate and there's a little bit more space and you've got a little bit of like outside space more than before and maybe even inside space, I don't know. So that's what happened. And I remember we probably moved into this place when I was um, 17 or 18, thereabouts. And... At first, we loved it. I mean, you know, you're thinking we, we we have a little bit of space. We have a bigger compound. We can have a dog or two and we can have 10 cats instead of one. Because <laughs> uh, cause in my, in, in, I mean, my siblings and I are cat people. And uh, 
you know, at first it was great. But then after some time, you become cognizant of the fact that there are things that are not quite working for you. Because for one, whereas previously we had lived in a house that, you know, you could just walk out and probably take about 20 steps and you'd be at the matatu pick up point and you'd go to town and come back and you could come back even you know in the night and it wouldn't be a problem now we were uh, living in a place where you had probably a kilometer or two to go over before you could get to the nearest stage and so if you were late coming back then you would have to ask one of my parents to pick you up or one of the siblings because by then we uh, about four of us could drive and you'd have to call in and say, oh, you know, I'm I'm here because we had a business that was near the road and you'd go into the place where the business was run and you would call and say, I'm here. Could you come pick me up? Which was OK, but sometimes it, you can imagine it was a bit of an inconvenience. And for instance, for my eldest brother, when he started working, he couldn't always, you know, call in to say, I'm here. Could you pick me up? I mean, he would think to himself sometimes, ah, say, I just walk home. And uh, that road was, the road to get to the house was pretty deserted because the house at that time was in a place that was more or less remote. So it wasn't easy to even find anyone walking along that road, which of course translates into the fact that it probably was not the safest road to be on at night. And that actually manifested itself because after some time, one time when my brother came home from work and decided not to call and ask to be picked up, he decided to walk home. And guess what? He gets mugged. Um, and somebody, I mean, these people attack him, uh, hit him on the back of his head. He loses consciousness and they stuff his mouth with soil uh, to make sure he's not able to um, scream or make any sort of noise. And, and, you know, they just took a few personal effects. I mean, he had just a bit of money. He, he he didn't have any jewelry or anything, so it was probably just the money and the shoes that they took. <sighs> yeah, these are the kind of things that make you go, hmm. Anyway, so um, he, he was unconscious for a bit, and uh, finally he was able to sort of come to himself and make his way the rest of, you know, the way to, to the house and knock on the gate. And you can imagine when... The, past, the watchman opened the gate, the state that he was in. And uh, I remember that time my, my mom didn't even have a car in the compound, so she had to call other people to come and pick him up and take him to hospital. And it, it was quite a to-do. Um, and I think that incident is what made me really, really hate that place. And on top of that, after that happened, maybe a couple of, maybe months or maybe it was a couple of months maybe it was a year or so later uh i we also had an incident coming uh home where we got carjacked right on that road we were driving along the road just about to get to the house and we see these people up uh a little bit farther ahead and when they saw us coming they just turned and one of them had a rifle shot at the car my father stopped they came running got into the car bundled us into the back and told us to keep our heads down and we drove around the city for quite a bit of time and after some time they abandoned us in Kitesuru having maybe robbed my dad of you know a bit of money which really again was not much but they abandoned us took the car keys and fled and so we um, had to seek help from there and then again not too far again uh, not too far 
later after that we had um a break-in it wasn't a break-in break-in it was a kind of thing where you can see that there are people surrounding the house you know trying to find a way in and when they finally were able to find a way in this was a gang of probably around 20 maybe even 30 men and they, they they it was a lot of damage and they come in and they you know all they do is take the television set and i don't know maybe a bit of money again and they leave messing up everything destroying everything in their wake and this 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 um uh incidents just made me detest living in that house and i could hardly wait for the day that i would be able to finally leave and yes i did leave and now at my age even though I have the opportunity to live in that house and not have to parent, my memories of how bad those experiences were will not allow me to live in that house. <laughs> my sister lives there currently. I don't, I don't know how because she's there by herself. And I think to myself, there is no way I can ever be in that house and be comfortable and think to myself, I'm home. Because that cloud of the things and the experiences that I had in my younger years, because this, this, these are things that happened, um, like I say, just after I finished high school. So we're talking between probably the ages of 18 and 22, 23, around about that time. And they can't leave me. And because they can't leave me, they cannot allow me to actually set up a home in that property. Anyway, um, that's the first part of this. I think I will talk about the rest of it um, subsequently. Uh, but this is just to do with land and whether it's worth it in terms of how people will kill, how people will maim, how people do not care what it's going to take for them to own a piece of land in this country. So we'll pick up on this again next time. Otherwise, you have a nice evening. Bye-bye.